Case 6 of the Book of Equanimity, Matsu's White and Black. Preface to the Assembly When the mouth can't be opened, the tongueless person knows how to talk. Where a foot cannot be lifted, the legless person knows how to walk. If you fall for someone's words and are burdened by them, how can freedom be yours? When the four mountains close in, how can you pass free from that? The main case. A monk asked Matsu, Your reverence, abandoning the four propositions and wiping out the hundred negations, please Point out to me directly the meaning of Bodhidharma's coming from the West. Matsu said, I don't feel like explaining to you today. Go and ask Tsitsang. The monk then went and asked Tsitsang. Tsitsang said, Why don't you ask the master? The monk said, The master told me to ask you. Tsitsang said, I can't tell you because I've got a headache today. Go and ask Brother Hai. The monk asked Hai. Hai said, Since coming here, I don't know. The monk now returned to Matsu and told him what had taken place. Matsu said, Tsitsang's head is white. Eyes, head is black. That's the whole of the case. I'll leave the appreciatory verse for another time. So, in a way, we all know about wanting things, not wanting things. There's a nice expression which goes something like, we tie ourselves up without any rope. Despite not having rope, we find we can tie ourselves up. In a way, that's what we say with the four practice principles. Caught in self-centered dream. Holding to self-centered thoughts. Exactly the dream. Caught. Holding. That's tying ourselves up with the dream. Tying ourselves up without any rope, and yet we're tied up in all sorts of ways. Tied up, caught. And we see the consequences in our life. That's exactly what the second noble truth is. The Buddha teaches that suffering is a result of trisna thirsting for some things or others. 
this caught, holding, tying ourselves up. There's no rope, and yet we find ourselves tied up by things. Things that keep us from seeing what is so in our life. Keep us from being who we are. We're not who we are because we tie ourselves up with all sorts of dreams and stories. We hold on to them and then we don't see what's right in front of us. We don't perceive what's plain and ordinary. We're unwilling to be this moment and even more unwilling to be this moment to compassionately respond to who and what is so. We all have heard this, but I'll repeat it again. Dogen talks about being awakened. He talks about forgetting the self and being awakened by the 10,000 things, by the circumstances of the universe of our life this moment. And he goes a step further. This is the compassionate way. Being enlightened by the myriad dharmas, Dogen writes, is to bring about dropping away of body-mind of both oneself and others. And this traceless awakening continues endlessly. We know this, that this is our practice when we recite the Bodhisattva's vow by Torah's entry. In fact, going back to the caught in self-centered dream. The point is caught in dream, but it's also caught in self-centered dream, holding to self-centered thoughts. If that's how we live our life, then we're sure to have all sorts of suffering and harming. It's very interesting um, some of you have had COVID vaccinations. Some of them, some of you have had one. Some of you have had two. I just had one, my first. And it's interesting to reflect on that if we believe we're getting COVID vaccinations, or any vaccinations, flu vaccinations, for ourself. That's caught in self-centered dream. And I've said this many times. The whole of our practice is Bodhisattva's practice. Being just this moment, compassion's way. We get vaccinations not for ourselves, but for all beings. If we just get it for ourselves, useless. But vaccinations is so that all of us together can 
practice, can live, can do our best to serve life. In fact, I was therefore surprised. Some people told me, well, I'm not going to get a vaccination. And someone said to me, more, I said, well, I don't need to get a vaccination because I've got this other plan. I've got this herbal, natural way. It's all tested and shown to, it'll protect me. I could take these anti-parasitic, etc. I don't even know the details. Um, and if I get a little sick, I take a little more of them. But that's really missing that we don't get vaccinations for ourselves. We get vaccinations for all other beings for creating, if you want to use technical terms, so-called herd immunity. It's so that others won't get ill. Not for ourselves. If we just take it for ourselves, then Taking the vaccination or refusing the vaccination are both caught in self-centered dreams. Then we don't see what this whole interaction of Matsu's white and black are. White. Matsu's case here is in a way very simple and yet in a way can be very confusing and confounding. It's fundamental, an important case, and yet. So, let's start with the preface. When the mouth can't be opened, the tongueless person knows how to talk. And this is, this introduction, the preface is, in a way, sets forth the fundamental points of what this case is, of what our practice is, of what our life is. It's impossible to open our mouth, and yet, being a person without a tongue, we know how to speak. Being with the tongue, we can't even open our mouth. But without a tongue, we can speak volumes. Even if we're legless, even if we don't have legs, yet we can walk. If we see clearly what this case is, if we see clearly what this life is, if we see be just this moment. Otherwise, we're caught in self-centered dream, suffering, holding to self-centered thoughts. Then we don't see what's so, and we can't be what's so. What is being tongueless? It's very simple, and yet we can blind ourselves to it. Being legless, walk just as needs be. If you fall into words, whether it's someone else's or your own, 
if you're burdened by them, which is exactly what caught and holding, then you're tying yourself up with rope when you don't even have rope, when there is no rope. Then there's no freedom. Then there's no ability. See, that's this, this preface is wonderful. The four mountains you can think of as birth, death, no, birth, old age, sickness, and death. It's really a little more technical than that, but uh, we, we don't have to go into that. Yet we all, if we are oppressed by them, if we can't live them, then we can't be free. We can't live freely as who and what we are. Then other people's words, our own words, they, the ideas, the thoughts that we get hold and are held by, that we hold on to, old age, sickness, death, conditions, then those hinder us from living who and what we are. This case clarifies this matter. However, since I've spoken this much, I'll stop now and next week I'll pick up the rest of this case and maybe even get into the appreciatory verse. This is a wonderful case. It's so simple and straightforward, and yet, and yet. I should say this case, which is case six in the Book of Equanimity, is also in um, the uh, Hekigan Roku, the um, Blue Cliff Record, and I might bring in how it's treated there. The case is exactly the same, but the introductions and the capping phrases are different because it's um, put together by different editors and commentators. But the fundamental case of Maatsu and um, Sitsang and Hai, Yakujo, um, are um, the same. So I'll stop here. And we'll continue this next week so you can reflect on being tongueless and speaking and being legless and walking, being without a rope and yet noticing how and where, being caught, tied, being self-centered, dreaming, and where and how that hinders your free responding, freely being, compassionately functioning as your life, which is always who and what you are, and which is always exactly our practice. Thank you.